Louise McSherry on 2FM. April 2020 saw us all enthusiastically decluttering and shaking up our homes. We might not want to hold on to all of our treasures, but that doesn't mean we want to throw them into the bin either. So what about swapping? If there's something, the, is there something that you'd accept in return for your fabul winter coat? Or is there a chore you need help with that can be swapped for some home baking? Carla Rosencrantz really embraced this way of thinking when she lived abroad and um, she started working on creating a swapping community here in Ireland and she joins it now to discuss it, joins us now, excuse me, to discuss it all. Carla, how are you? I'm good, Africa. How are you? I'm not too bad. Thanks, Emil, for um, chatting to me today because this is really, really interesting. Your swapping story started when you were abroad. Tell us how it uh, came about in the first place. Yeah, so that was, I suppose I moved abroad about two years ago. I was a new graduate and I had done languages. So then I started teaching English in Spain and then in Italy the year after. And I I suppose I was working really hard, but I was still finding myself cash poor. And I didn't know why. And it was really frustrating. And there were so many things that I just couldn't afford, so many Mm -hmm. services. And then so many things that I absolutely could not allow myself with the (laughs) money that I did have. So I found I was I was doing pretty much nothing until one day there was a bit of a light bulb moment. I just thought, I don't know where it came from, but I thought, what if I offer an English class in exchange for the things that I want? Great. So I did. Great. I sent out an email and oh my God, it worked. The response was overwhelmingly positive. I got more responses than I had sent out emails because people were passing this email on to their colleagues and their friends and everything. So within a week I was getting yoga classes, Spanish lessons, massages, my entire house cleaned every single week, all for free. And like my house cleaned as well. I could never let myself do that usually. So notiony, a 23-year-old with a house cleaner. Yeah. But I could allow myself if we were not paying for it, if that transactional element was taken away you can do anything you want. That's amazing. So it kind of just, I suppose it happened organically a little bit because people were passing it around to each other and you got more offers than you knew what to do with. And how many English lessons did you end up giving in exchange? Oh, I couldn't possibly count them, but we'll say (laughs) like I was maybe giving five hours a week of free English lessons, but I was getting absolutely everything back in return. and I was getting five hours of other services. Something that we did do, we always kept it an hour for an hour and it didn't matter what you know what value usually my hour had or what usually you charged yeah it was all an hour for an hour so it all works on like agreement and so are there particular things or services that work best or is it open to everything and anything well in normal times I think I realized it's open to anything and everything and there are so many different ways to do it like with you know you can even do two things at a time sometimes we would do mm-hmm. yoga and then english or we would do in- yoga in english and the lady would clean my house and i would speak to her in english you could do them at the same time you oh, can wow. do them in a studio you can do them in homes but now obviously we can't be asking people to meet in real life so i'm trying to think now what can be done remotely so i'm still doing exchanges i'm still offering english classes online yeah. and i'm still like I think loads of things have moved into online so it's definitely you can barter online and loads of people have skills and services to offer but it'll be brilliant when we can go back to normal and I I can match people up in real life too. But that's so I was going to ask you about that like everybody's moved online for loads of things basically everything at the moment but Covid meant you came home to Ireland and it also meant you got to try out the sort of bartering community over an extended time at home and it all started with a dog did it? (laughs) <laughs> it did yes oh my god shout out to lucy my chihuahua she's um, she's a foster dog we got her through the rescue mayo spca and i suppose i hadn't looked at 
swapping goods until we got her or until I knew that she was coming to the house and we were only fostering so I didn't want to be spending a load of money on her yeah just in case you know it didn't work out or anything yeah of course I took the notion just to look online and there are different swap groups like for every town I think if you look up swap and your town you will find Facebook groups and online communities and stuff and I just said that I was fostering a dog I could use the likes of a training cage and all that and so many people got back to me and said that they'd give it away for nothing just because it's sitting there and it isn't being used. Um, why would they keep it if it's got no use and it's not being appreciated somewhere? Yeah. But um, they they were they were willing to give the thing, these things away for free. But just because I liked swapping, I was kind of offering them Christmas presents that I hadn't opened and all that. And it just worked every single time. And I mean, we use the crate every day. We use the little portable pet carrier every day. That's amazing. Life, yeah. Do you say, like... It, it, it there's a community element to this as well like it's not yeah. just kind of it's not just like thing for thing if you know what I mean there seems to be like a community who in, enjoy swapping like it gives them something other than just the good or service that they're looking for is is would you say that that's accurate like there's a community feel to all of this and that's what you're trying to foster oh 100% without a doubt yeah I mean I, I don't know. It attracts all kinds of people. I think once you once you do it, you realize all of the benefits. But community, without doubt, and I mean, you're coming together. It's not like one purchaser and one seller. It, it's completely common ground. You are both absolutely equal. And I mean, it's an alternative economy. It's a circular economy. And it gives you kind of a structured way to meet people and to connect with people and to speak about something other than COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're coming together talking about talking about the swap, talking about the exchanges, what brought you there, what interests you. And it's just such a lovely structured way to meet people that you would not meet otherwise, really. And to do exchanges that you would not do otherwise. And did you join, so you said you you searched out the the sort of local swapping groups or whatever it was on, on Facebook and that for you. Did you join yeah. them then and, and sort of be, become part of their community or did you try and foster it, you know, your own community or what did you do? So they, all of the ones that I joined on Facebook, they're all for goods and they're brilliant ah. for goods. People just throw up, you know, ads and pictures of what they have yes. and what they'd like to get rid of or what they'd like to, yeah, give a new lease of life to. But I found that there wasn't really much out there for swapping services or that like Facebook doesn't really, it's not the ideal place because it's all ad based. Whereas I really thought that there should be a community, like an online forum, like yeah. a completely separate marketplace where everybody has a profile you list the things that you're good at, you know, your skills and services, and you list the things that you would like in return. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to actually browse these profiles and, you know, just see what's out there and to dip your toe into different kinds of services, but also for the platform to suggest potential people and potential barters to you. Yeah, for sure. That is definitely, that's what we're creating right now. It's it's in the pipeline. It and, all has to be developed. And tell me about um, the sustainability side of it is that is that important to you that you know that it, it's it reduces waste and it reduces you know it makes yeah. people mindful mindfully deal with their stuff rather than you know just buying it in and then throwing it out is exactly. is that something that attracts you to it yeah a hundred percent I mean especially with the with the swapping of goods and stuff I think we've all been staring at our homes and all of our items for yeah. 12 months yeah. now and if you haven't used it in these 12 months, you'll probably never use it again. So even for your mental health, I mean, if it doesn't serve you, let it go. And this yeah. is with decluttering and everything. But then the sustainability element of that is, 
it's a double whammy, I think, because there's a reduction in consumption and there's a reduction in waste. It's a completely alternative economy and it's independent of the financial climate as well. It's sustainable. It could go on forever and it kind of puts in place a structure to protect people, yeah. I think. And it, it allows for services to be accessible to all, whether you've lost your job this year or whether you're underemployed because of yeah. this year, or whether you're just on a budget now. It really is making services accessible to all what we're trying to do. And again, it promotes equality and sustainability. Uh, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. So in, in it's, it's obviously it's been a really difficult year for hundreds of thousands of people. And also quite apart from the uh, financial or monetary aspect of that, it's everyone feels very isolated, I think. Yeah. And seeing your unwanted stuff live in or live on kind of like live on the Internet in someone else's life, that's a good yes. community act. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think it makes both sides feel just it's a win-win. I don't think anyone loses with the swapping of goods and the swapping of services. No one feels like they're losing out. Yeah, Everyone actually yeah. feels like they're the luckier party. Mm-hmm. And so tell me about Barterkind. How did that, barterkind.com, excuse me. How did that come about? So I was bartering my whole time abroad and then I was actually living in Northern Italy when COVID hit Northern Italy. So oh, wow. The, the European outbreak and the school I was working in closed immediately my housemate kind of kicked me out of, of the country and I was on the last flight out of, out of Italy actually into Knock Airport here in Ireland. Yeah. And, and I was obviously treated like a germ, fair enough. I was shunned to my bedroom for 14 days, fair enough. And it was there that I just had so much time and I put pen to paper and I was like, how? Because also I thought I'm not going to get things for free anymore. No one in Ireland wants English classes. How am I going to get my yoga? How am I going to get my haircuts for free? <laughs> I actually just put pen to paper and thought, how can we digitize what we have been doing with a platform that's just, you know, ease of use being the most important thing and like an app, a high social impact app. How can we actually make this a thing? And it was through talking to a couple of people that I have found someone in Westport, a co-founder. He's a tech wizard. And he immediately could see the platform in his head and I could see like the cogs turning in his brain. So we've come together and yeah, the platform is underway. That's brilliant. So it's to extend, it's to extend that out to more people in a time where you can't kind of meet up and and do your thing together. Exactly. exactly. And also a point to make is um, it's not kind of limited at direct barter. It doesn't have to be, I do something for you, you do something for me. Because for that to work, you have to, there has to be that double coincidence of wants. But the way we're setting it up is, I can do something for you. You can do something for him. He can do something for me. So it goes around and it's like based on a token system. So it doesn't have to be direct barter. So is it like a matchmaking service, but not for love? <laughs> yeah, dead right. Dead right. It's Tinder for services. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of different services. <laughs> yeah. Every service except that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But, um, I mean, for now, while the platform isn't actually existing, while it can't be used right now, we will be doing the matchmaking, depending on your skills and services and what you want and what you have. But then when the platform is done, I mean, it it will suggest people to you, but also you'll be able to browse. You'll be able to browse by your location and you'll be able to go further afield as well. You can, if you want to connect with someone from another country specifically, you can do that. So it's, it is matchmaking, but it's also leaving it up to you. It's like a marketplace. It's a, it's such a brilliant idea, and you're kind of you're hoping to expl- expand it globally, are you? 
Yeah, well, that is that is the hope for a year anyway for this trial phase. It'll be in Ireland, but then definitely Europe. It's right after that, and then beyond, we'll see. It's it's such a it's such a unique idea. I know that obviously bartering is it's not what you call you know a modern idea, but you're making it modern, which is kind of inaccessible for people as well who might have thought that it's not something that people can do these days. It's brilliant. Yeah, thank you very much. No, and we're launching, so I would love your support and the shout out. And we have zero <laughs> followers on Facebook, zero followers on LinkedIn. So I'm hoping that this changes that. Oh yeah, no, shout it out, go for it. Or you go for it. Do you want to go for it? It's so it's barterkind.com, is that right? Yes, yeah. And so you can find that. Is that the same for Instagram and the same for Facebook and all that kind of stuff as well? Barterkind without the dot com for Facebook and LinkedIn. And Instagram is coming in the future, but for now, Facebook and LinkedIn, yeah. Brilliant. And we have a sign up sheet at the bottom of our website because we are launching right now. And we're going to, with about 100 people, we're going to test the idea and see what works and what doesn't work. So I'm looking to get a community together and we'll have like an internal community page. And yeah, just looking for communication. What works? What doesn't work? What exactly do people want to see on the platform now while we're developing it? Well, it sounds like it. I mean, it sounds like something that people could really get behind at the moment. So it's barterkind.com, barterkind on Facebook and on LinkedIn as well. And this is we're just chatting to Carla Rosencrantz, um, who has her love for swapping. She wants to spread it around as much as she possibly can. Carla, thanks so much for thanks. chatting to us today. It's amazing. And I really hope it goes well for you. Thank you. I'll be back when it's all successful. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. When you, when it, uh, we'll see what I can get for my two hours and what service uh, I might have to provide. <laughs> Thanks, Emil, Carla. We'll chat to you soon. Louise McSharry on 2FM.